Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about something rather abstract, the idea that good news will be just as good tomorrow, but bad news tends to get worse. However, the human pro propensity is to shout good news from the rooftops and then hide bad news like it's going to go away. Why do we do that? And Steve, I would love for you to kick us off. Well, I'm, I'm going to kick us off by saying something contradictory because in our lives are bound by media, social media, news media, and so on. And the opposite is the case in, in media terms. Bad news is what gets broadcast, what sells. It's the, the you know, man bites dog story. The, the, the good news tends to be, you know, and finally, a little piece on the corner. So, um, yeah, from personal point of view, maybe, yes, we do tend to, to want to get out and shout about the good news. But we're not getting that message as an example from media. We're actually getting the opposite. Mm -hmm. Jim? Yeah, well, um, there's an area of finance uh, called uh, behavioral finance where they look at the emotional impact of good news versus bad news. And they find that the impact of losing 10% of your investment is roughly three times the emotional impact of gaining 10% on your investment. So I, I think it's sort of how much energy you get out emotionally versus how much energy you put in. And, and that's probably one of the reasons why we tend to put off bad news. Mm. Sarah? I would bringing a uh, multicultural perspective as well, because it also depends on culture. Where I grew up, I remember being invited to play for a national team, and I wanted to announce it because it was such an exciting news. But I was advised very clearly by people near and dear to my heart not to do it because it would come across too boasting. You don't do that. You stay humble, you stay kind, you stay focused and below the radar. Um, and I had to learn how to flip the script pretty much on a whim when I became a business owner where all of a sudden you have to show your strength and you have to show all the goodness and not to show your shortcomings or admit them. Mm -hmm. But I think um, over the years, it was such a pleasure seeing um, it might have been a shift across the board, but acceptance of the wholesomeness, acceptance of vulnerability and in the world of business, finance, personal life, to show the bad just as much as the good. Mm. So, if you, if you don't, sorry, Robin, can no. I, the, when you don't share good news, you're kind of hanging on to something that you want to share. And when you do share bad news, you're actually looking for sympathy and empathy. I guess mm. so. Or change, the, or change. Yeah, if if there's if there's change available. If but what I'm getting at is that if you if you do the reverse of what your nature dictates, you're actually building that emotional uh, debt. You're hanging on to stuff that you don't need to hang on to. Yeah. Whether that's a failure to tell people that you're making the national team, or or rather being disinclined to tell them. Or whether it's 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 bunging out the fact that you've you, you've had a disaster in your personal life or your financial life or something. Well, when I talk to people about conflict resolution, one of the things I say to them is deal with it when it's little, and part of that is noticing. I think that a lot of times we're we're so I don't know adverse 
to conflict and to bad news and to dealing with the drama that comes from that, that we tend to ignore it until it explodes. I call it the volcano method to conflict resolution, which is not a good idea. Have you noticed that there are some people who are simply more receptive to bad news than others? Yeah. yeah. They, they respond less emotionally and more practically, I guess. Yeah, or they resonate a little bit more with that. Mm. Um, and, and to Sarah's point, I, I've heard that there are also these cultural differences and that Americans tend to be a little bit more self-promotional and they're more likely to share the good news, whereas a, a Swede, for example, is more likely to sort of underplay their achievements and their, their accomplishments. Yeah. I think there's a gender aspect there, too, where men are more, more likely to brag about their experiences and for it to be okay for them to do so, whereas a woman is more likely to see, be seen as self-promotional. When, when yeah. we're tolerance for that, perhaps. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So within an organization or within a business, how might a leader make it less likely for the people under them to hide problems? I think if you have a culture of sharing good news and a, a culture equally of being open about bad news before it becomes really bad news, mm. then that openness of communication should if it is cultural, if it is built in from the ground up, start to obviate those problems. It starts to take away the, the possibility of people feeling inhibited to, about sharing good news and equally make them less likely to hide bad news. Yeah, I, I think that organizationally, you want to have an open organization because those are open to change. And it deals with having, to a certain degree, an analytical versus an emotional response. Like sympathy is good, but being able to fix a problem is perhaps better than responding emotionally or negatively when those problems are introduced. Mm. I, I, I wonder, we're, we're kind of talking around, because this is quite an abstract topic, topic, we're not really talking, we're not really defining whether we're talking about personal bad news, stuff that's, that's happened to us or with us or is about to, mm. or whether we're talking about bad news in, on the, the grand scale, the global scale. So, you know, a global pandemic is bad news. There's very little. And the governments all tried to hide it. <laughs> yeah, they all tried to hide it. Did for a while. Mm -hmm. and, and then from that has come a lot of good things. But we don't tend to shout about the good things that have happened. The, the, the radical changes that organizations have made, mm -hmm. much of which will be retained because it's proven to be valuable. So, you know, from bad comes good sometimes. Or the balance when the tragedy strikes um, and you try to address it and you're met with the wall right now is not the right time to talk about it because we're too close. It's too involved. And then the time passes and now we're too distant from it. It's irrelevant now. So how do you strike that balance too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, evolutionary, we're programmed to respond to danger because that impacts our survival. And, and that's why we tend to focus on risks perhaps more than on opportunities. Mm. Well, as Charlie, as Charlie Brown said in the in the Peanuts cartoon, no problem is too big or too too complicated. You can't run away from it. And maybe that's a mentality that's that's secretly we all we many of us tuck away and and hang on to as a little bit of a a lucky charm. But but it gets exhausting too. I mean, running away from your problems can be just as tiring as dealing with them. So especially if they get bigger as you run, like that's yes. yeah, the snowball. Mm -hmm. I think we all hope, though, that if something bad is happening, if we do ignore it, it'll go away. You know, it's 
you know, having a having a, a rash, you you hope it'll go away, and if it doesn't, then you go to the doctor. When in fact, you could just go to the doctor. I guess. Uh, well, certainly in Britain, just go to the doctor. Don't worry about the bill. <laughs> Not <laughs> the case here. And if the doctor tells you you're fine, go away. You feel stupid. Yeah, here if they say you're fine, go away. You think you, you thank them and shake their hand and, and leave. But um, yeah, the 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 tendency to to maybe um, ignore things and the off chance they'll go away is is part. I think it's human nature. I think that's kind of running away. But but to your point, Jim, yeah, that's that's carrying a burden for sure. If you do that and it doesn't go away, the rash gets worse, or the the issue gets worse, or the financial position gets worse. Those are all real things, and they hurt. So it sounds like what we're saying is in an organization, it comes from the leadership and how leadership responds to keep to not have bad news gets get buried. We're also saying that in your personal life, that it's better to do it when it's to bring stuff up when it's small, but human nature is that we don't do it. And so what in the minute we have left, what are what options do we have to get better at that? What would that look like? Communication every time. Be more open. Be aware of who around you is a good listener. Mm. to good and bad news and just like training a muscle at first it's going to be hard you know it, it goes both ways your capacity to deal with the bad news is going to increase just as much as your tolerance will increase if you don't deal with it because you know it snowballs a small thing becomes a bigger thing and all of a sudden like you have no choice but to carry the big thing so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah rec recognize when it's little and and either talk about it or bring it up, whatever that looks like in some way so that it doesn't, you know, bad news that gets buried grows. That's the way it is. So that's our 10 minutes. I want to thank you for joining me for this quick hit conversation. It was abstract, but you guys did a great job. Thanks so much for engaging yeah. in it with me.